These are the best cryptos in the world. We picked our favorites from every sector in the crypto industry. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of The Bean Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today is our hundredth episode special. Yay! Cheers to that. Cheers to hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. I Cheers, like that. bro. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So today we're going to be picking all of our favorite cryptos from every single sector. So what, like layer ones, like all that kind of stuff. So you can think of this like a, a fantasy draft, if you will. So if you do NFL fantasy, hockey fantasy, whatever, basically we're just going to go through. A layer one, and then Shane will pick one, and I'll pick one. And they'll go to a layer two, and then I'll pick one, and Shane will pick one. Yeah, and we're going to do that for Metaverse, Metaverse. DeFi, NFT. So we're all, go all, all the top categories that yeah. we've been talking about in the show and in the Discord for, for a past year and a bit, we're going to pick our favorite projects and assemble our like you know ideal portfolio or team of crypto projects. So in this episode, you're going to get insight into our brains, into what we think, what are our favorite coins from each sector. So, you know, some of the names you might know because we talk about them all the time and some of them might be a bit of a surprise, right? Because our, our opinions change over time. And at the very end of the episode, we're going to reveal the big giveaway. Yep. Um, one of you lucky guys out there or girls is going to receive some some cash. Yep. So make sure you tune into the end to find out who won the big giveaway. Yeah, because we're, you know, we're very thankful that everyone's following and subscribing to the show. So we're going to give back on, on our 100th episode special. So you have to tune into the end to find out who wins that. <laughs> All right. How do we, we got to do a rock, paper, scissors. See who goes first. Okay. All right. Ready? So we'll do rock, paper, scissors. Scissors. All right. All right. So I go, I'll go first. Damn. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go with, I'm going to start. This is, a layer, this is a layer one large cap. No, I can, I, I can pick any, no? any category. Okay. Yeah. And then we can pick categories. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I yeah. like it. I'm going. I'm going to start with layer twos, and I'm going to pick Polygon. Fuck, <laughs> that's the one. I'm like, I didn't want. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you think about it, layer twos, uh, like Polygon, is the undisputed king of layer twos. So, yeah. if I see, you know, crypto projects, you know, there's there's a ton of layer one projects, right? Uh, yeah. You know, whether it's Near Protocol, HBAR, Algorand, whatever it is, Mina Protocol. But when you look at <laughs> layer twos, it's like Polygon and the rest. So yeah. for my number one pick, I'm taking <laughs> the best layer two. Man, look at the partnerships they have. You took the Josh Allen of... The yeah. top, number yeah. one pick. Yeah. Partnerships with Disney, Starbucks recently, right? Uh, Instagram, Polygon. Coca-Cola. Polygon is the boss of layer two, and I'm picking them. Yeah. So and they have really good uh, tokenomics as well. So then how does this work? So now, then you say the layer two that you pick, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right, who are you taking? Um, so... <laughs> I was looking at a few. So basically, for I also want people to know too. I think this would be a good opportunity to kind of just explain what a layer one or a layer two, like just very briefly. Yep. So a layer two refers to a secondary framework or protocol that is built on top of an existing blockchain system. So the main goal of these protocols as a layer two is to solve the transaction speed and the scaling difficulties that are being faced by major cryptocurrencies as a layer one. Right. So Polygon is the number one scaling solution. For Ethereum. That's right. That's why it's on my team. That's right. Making it faster, you know, all those things. So I'm going to go with like a rookie. So you won't, 
you know, sometimes you can take this is like the Heisman winner, you know, of in in the NCAA. This, yep. These guys, nobody's really ever heard of them. Okay, it's a layer two. I I know you said like there's Polygon, Matic, and then there's the rest, mm. <laughs> which is true. And I didn't want to pick Optimism. I didn't want to pick Loopring or any of those other okay, ones. Yeah. So I went with a company called Aventus. Aventus. All right. Really, really unique. It's a small cap, so that's why it's kind of like a rookie for me. Eighty uh, percent of their tokens are in circulation. They have a max supply of only ten million. So really good tokenomics, interoperability. They just won uh, the parachain slot for Polygon. Polkadot. Polkadot, sorry. Yep. <clears throat> uh, transaction speeds 100 times faster than Ethereum at a 1% of the cost. They're seeing adoption like crazy. They're already being used by Heathrow Airport uh, for, and you, you would resonate yeah, with my, this. My luggage got lost, lost on my your luggage. trip. Yeah. yeah. So, Should have had a Ventus there to save me. <laughs> so this is an enterprise-grade blockchain, making it easy for businesses to build on Ethereum and DOT. Perfect. And they're working on other blockchains as well. We talk about another project that is really interesting, and it's the fact that they have future-proof blockchain. This project also has future-proof blockchains mm. when it comes to ca- like what Casper has. In addition to what we, what we like about Kadena is their gas stations. They also have that. Right. So they're taking so many really cool things from all these different projects. And they only have a market cap of 15 mil. Small cap gem. So that's a small cap gem. And that's where I'm going with uh, my, my layer two. All right. Awesome. All right. You're up next. So what, what category are we going to next? Um, let's jump into... Let's go with a layer one small cap. Okay. And I'm going with Casper. Nice. <laughs> I really like it. This is a another another, I think... Sleeping giant, if you will. This is again an enterprise focused blockchain that claims to have solved the scalability trilemma with the decentralization, scalability, security, etc. But they also had the future proof blockchains. Mm. And that's something that we discussed in one of our episodes is how important this is. Because if you're a web two company looking to come to web web three and join this whole uh, blockchain ecosystem, if you will. You need to ensure that you can, because technology changes so quickly. Like, look what Ethereum had to do here. They had to switch from proof of work to proof proof of stake. If you get caught up, what so what Casper have, they have these future proof um, smart contracts, so you can adjust it, and the enterprise can easily stay on course. Yeah, by that's the, that's. I think it's one of the only blockchains where you can make adjustments to the smart contracts after they've been deployed. That's right, which is huge for enterprise because you can't afford downtime. You can't afford, if there's a hacker of vulnerability, you can't be like, oh, we'll take the platform down for 48 hours while we figure out this and change the contract. You have to be able to do it in real time as the blockchain is going, as the smart contracts are operating. So that's why we've been talking about Casper recently. Yeah, so when you have upgradable smart contracts, that's kind of why I like Aventus as well. Former executives from Google, Microsoft, Adobe. Um, mm. So if they, also, the token's down like 98% right now. So that's right? the other thing. So yeah. I'm like, I think this is one of the best layer one choices out there from a risk reward perspective for sure if it had solana's market cap it would do an 82x yeah so that's where i'm going with my layer one small cap good choice or small to mid cap yeah small mid cap so for my layer one small to mid cap casper was definitely on my watch list i'll strike that one off but i'm going with and it shouldn't be a surprise i'm going with mina protocol it goes along the same lines as you were just saying risk to reward ratio for a mid cap layer one mina protocol never saw a a hypey run during the last bull run because it's relatively new it is a privacy-based, sustainable blockchain using ZK knowledge. We've done actually a whole episode on Mina, the truth about Mina. So if you want to really learn about Mina, check that episode out. 
But if you've been following us, you know what, what Mean is about. It has Oracle features like Chainlink. It's faster than Avalanche. It has the interoperability of MetaMask. And it hasn't seen a hypey run yet. And with mm. the, the strong team, community, and roadmap behind Mina Protocol as a layer one that not a lot of people are talking about right now, I'm happy to have Mina on my team. Security and privacy is going to lead the next bull run. And they are the leaders in security and privacy for Web3. I think you know the size of the blockchain is really going to lead to widespread adoption. And the fact that they haven't seen a bull run yet is huge. So I like that one. And yeah, you know, Almost just as good as my Casper pick. <laughs> All right. Next category, I'm going to jump to the NFT tokens, and I am taking Chili's. Ooh. Yeah, nice Chili's. One. Yeah, I mean, so again, it's one, it's one of the tokens we've been talking about. Um, it's, it's a potential hype-based play running into the FIFA World Cup because all of these fan tokens are built on the Chili's blockchain. I think, you know, as sports lovers, Josh and I, we're watching this space heavily now. Chili is enabling a, a deeper level of connection between fans and sporting clubs. If you if you buy these fan tokens that are launched on the Chili's blockchain, you can vote in the songs that the teams enter to, or you can be entered in meet and greet with the players, or have you know input on different things. The more tokens you hold, the more votes you get. And that here's the best part: Chili's is going to be eventually moving away from the sporting kind of ecosystem and using this proven business model to expand out to other ecosystems where they want fan and company engagement. So I think. As an NFT token, Chili's for me is, is, is number one. They have really good tokenomics and they're primarily only in Europe with a lot of the soccer clubs. They do have partnerships with the NFL, the NHL, et cetera, but no, no, none of the teams actually have fan tokens out yet. So imagine the utility of the Chili's token when they eventually see this adoption yeah, 100%. From these American leagues. I think it'll be incredible. If you really want to deep dive into Chili's, we did an episode all about the FIFA World Cup and the tokens we might we think would see a hypey run. So if you if you think, think that's a cool one, check that episode out. Absolutely. So for my NFT, I was originally looking at Immutable X. Um, I thought, you know, it's really fascinating because it, it's like a layer two for Ethereum, but for NFTs primarily. Yep. Where you can send NFTs quickly and cheaply across the Ethereum chain. But I didn't like what happened with GameStop. Was it GameStop? GameStop, yeah. Where there's this huge pump and then the whole team just sold. I didn't like that. So that, like that drives me wrong. And there's too many tokens still to be released into circulation. Right. So this is... <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't think anybody's going to see this one coming. This one's coming out left field. <laughs> if you've been following the pod, guys, you know I like to come out of left field. Small every cap gem. Every once in a while. Yeah. It's not a small cap gem, but it's quant. 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 Okay. I know. So this is in relation to their most recent QRC721 token. This is strictly for NFT interoperability. So it's superior to the ERC721 because A, security. There's $87 million worth of hacks on the Ethereum network last year from NFTs um, being hacked on the Ethereum. And then the ERC also lacks interoperability. Mm. We know that NFTs are going to be bigger than just JPEG monkeys. There's going to be supply chain tokenizations of, you know, we discussed when tracking like a banana, is it organic or not? Right. So all these factors. The thing with ERC is that developers need to know solidity. It's a programming language specific to Ethereum to ensure that's robust enough. With the QRC, it, they don't need to know, know this. And that's what, what makes Quant so unique is it's three lines of code for interoperability. Yeah. So it makes it easy. So I see Quant 
eventually being this really unique play in the NFT space. And it's only just starting. It's an interesting uh, pick for sure. Um, I'm not sure if I'm, uh, we're going to have to see if you guys think, did, did Josh just set offsides with that? It was making quant an NFT token. Uh, it's an interesting, I'll, I'll let it go in, so in the spirit of the hundredth <laughs> episode, but I'm not sure quant is an NFT token. You can, make, not, the, you can make the argument it's, that any other, it's any not token. an NFT token, but it's what they're doing. <laughs> if I was going to take a play in the NFT space from an interoperability <laughs> perspective, a knowing how big the metaverse is going to be, knowing that you're going to need an interoperable play. I think quant is going to be the perfect place for NFTs. All right, I'll allow it. And if you really want to, if you really want to learn everything about quant, check out our truth about quant episode. I think it's one of our best episodes yet. We really could do a deep dive into what is definitely one of our favorite tokens. Mm-hmm, absolutely. All so right, what's, my turn, right? Yeah, your turn. Okay, so <laughs> I want to go into metaverse, and I want to take a token that's not quite here yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're man, you're you're breaking some <laughs> breaking some fucking rules here. All right, so when the token is out, I'm the token go, has to be released. Okay, when it okay, I just got to say though, yeah, when this yeah. token does come out, if if we were filming this episode when the token came out, I would be taking Otherverse by far. For sure, it's the most photorealistic, been development for nearly twenty years now, has more adoption and than uh, Decentraland and the Sandbox combined patent protected etc cetera, etc cetera. built by one of the godfathers of the internet yeah they're just getting all their nfts launched now this is what we think is going to be the metaverse that rules the metaverse i think it'll end up being probably one of the biggest projects to ever hit the crypto space and i can say that confidently yeah um so that's who i would take yep otherwise i'm taking a company called seek vr um this connects content creators with fans it's a very unique integrated experience you can like attend a live concert so let's let's say we're filming this podcast and we we could generate revenue off of people attending our podcast yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And what's cool about this is it's proprietary tech that you can purchase. You can now you can purchase it at Best Buy, um, Target, etc. They're partners with Universal Music, Apple, Microsoft, T Mobile, um, Meta Oculus. The found the founder sits on the board of VR for um, Facebook. In addition to Amazon Launchpad, 81% of the tokens are in circulation. It has a really small market cap of 150 mil. So yeah, I like it. I see this as a really unique play from just being able to digitally monetize your experiences. I like it. Also, how good are our shirts? <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube and not on Spotify, you can see we have these custom made shirts that one of our one of our biggest fans sent us to props. Yeah, thanks a lot. We appreciate they, they it. They fit really well. And they're really comfortable. Yeah, when we get some merch going, we're definitely going to be ordering more of these. Yeah, super um, comfortable. All right, now I like CVR, but it's it's interesting you mentioned Otherverse because when Otherverse does launch, that's where, I think that's where the concerts are going to end up migrating to, right? Like real metaverse concert shit. But you'll probably have to use this, maybe a CVR to actually watch yeah, it. Yeah, right, right, right. So it has long-term, long-term use. All right, so for my metaverse play, it's a metaverse project that I talk about, I have talked about all the time. It's Render. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, so, you know, for me, picking an individual metaverse, you know, like a Wilder World or a Everdome, I don't want to pick one of those because I believe in otherverse. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So the analogy that I like to use when shilling render is that in the gold rush, who made the most money? It's not the, the miners. It's the, the people that sold the pickaxes. And render is the one enabling GPU rendering on the blockchain for VR, AR, and metaverse. So they're allowing brands that want to get into the metaverse, they're rendering their graphics. They're making metaverses for companies. Right. So the concept right right away is you know, it's a great concept. They're yeah. building metaverses. 
And then you look at the team. They have J.J. Abrams, who's the Star Wars, one of the producers of the uh, most recent Star Wars trilogy. Uh, Beeple, the top NFT guy. The founder of uh, the Brave Browser, who is also the founder of JavaScript, I think. Yeah. The team, like the, the advisors and the team is absolutely stacked. So when you take, and it's still kind of, it's out just outside of the top 100 market cap. So when right. Metaverse tokens pump, it pumps. I didn't want to take a specific Metaverse, so I'm going with Render. Metaverse will come back. And I don't think, people just don't understand how big the Metaverse actually is going to be. I know there's a lot of hype around, or there was hype. But essentially, it's going to take these Web2 pages. You know, if you're shopping for shoes or whatever, you're going to get to experience things online from a shopping perspective. And I think that's where it's really going to... You're going to be taking these 2D, 2D web pages and turning into a 3D experience. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, had I not taken Seek, Seek VR and I chose Render, who were you going to take? I had Seek VR. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not taking Decentral. I'm not yeah. taking... No, no, projects. no. Absolutely not. No, Seek VR. I, know, I, I knew you were going to take it because you talked about it a bunch yeah, of times. Okay. So I was like, well... <laughs> It's my backup if he doesn't take it. If I, if he, <laughs> I was like, maybe he's going to take render just to fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next category, I'm moving to play to earn games. Ooh, this was a tough one. This is this is tricky because I know you're betting on a video game and like you want, you're picking, a, it's like picking a horse. You don't know if a video game is going to be popular because it, it's, it's, it's luck, it's timing, it's adoption, it's all these things. It's hard. It's harder to assess a, um, the long-term viability of a game as compared to like a layer one that's partnered with Amazon, right? Yeah. So for me, the way that I looked at it, I looked at all these games that we've talked about in the past. Which one is the best? Best graphics, most fun to play, decent market cap, and I went with Illuvium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, shit. Jeez. I mean, honestly, like if you look at every game, every play to earn game, Illuvium looks the sickest. Yeah, it does. Like it the, looks dope. The graphics look fucking phenomenal. Triple A graphics yeah, on Ethereum. It looks like it's a PS5 game. Mm. It's an open world exploration NFT battler game. It's kind of like World of Warcraft X League of Legends. And Pokemon. Yeah. Because you get to capture like alluviums. That's or, right. right. Alluvials. So it's kind of taking all the elements from all these really popular games and putting into a play to earn game with amazing graphics. We've talked about this on our channels a long time ago. Very long ago. Yeah. Man, the market cap is tiny now. What's it down to? It's like sub 100 mil. Wow. That thing pumped. The token went from like 100 to like 1500. Yeah. It's down to like, I don't know. 60 bucks or yeah. something. Yeah. Man, it's yeah. dirt cheap. A lot of these play to earn, again, you know, the metaverse had its huge spike when Facebook announced it was changing its name to Meta. A lot of these play to earn games as well have also kind of fallen by the wayside. I mean, every everything is. Look at the stock market right now. Yeah. The, the narrative for play to earn games is was gone when Axie kind of crumbled. Yeah. But it'll come back. I think play to earn is still going to play a big future in uh, gaming and crypto. And one of the features I love about Alluvium the most is, of course, you can earn while playing like any play to earn game, but you can wager on battles. Yeah, I like that. That was my favorite part. That's sick. Yeah, you can be like, all right, well, I'm going to put up you know, 50 alluviums or whatever. Yeah. All right, I'll pop up 50 as well. And then you win the battle. You take, no, you take cool. his character. You also get the fucking. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, alluvium is mine. Who did you pick out of the, the litter? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm tossing up between two. So let's say I had 30 seconds on the clock. I'm this one running through my head. Mm -hmm. I have D race. Oh yeah. And I have Urta. Okay. Yeah. Interesting picks. So D race, I see as like a very simple, it's horse betting yeah but you get to like upgrade your horse nft i think that's sick it's so simple mm. you know you, you bet on horses the, the race is 10 seconds long you can do that all day long but then i look at urta and it's like sim city and settlers of Catan, like on steroids yeah you know in, in virtual reality almost and 
this token is beat to shit right now, but I could see it in the long run being really good because everybody knows what SimCity is. It was super fun. The thing about this game is every action has an opposite and equal reaction the way the fundamental, the, the game is set up. So it's like learn to earn. Learn know? to earn, baby. Learn to earn. You know, you buy your plot to land. So like Settlers like a 10, but then imagine like going into the game itself. And you can have battles. You have a career, and I don't know. It just seems like SimCity on steroids. So who are you picking? I think I'm gonna go with Urta from a long term perspective. Okay. I think it could be really, really, really cool and really, really fun. I think that's a good pick. The main reason because D Race is competing with Zed Run. Yeah. So Zed Run was the early adopter. They basically invented that category, and you know how tough it is to knock the first mover off their seat, right? You, know, you look at Facebook. They knocked MySpace off, but now no one can knock them off. Exactly. It's going to be hard for, even though D-Race might have a superior game, Zed Run has so many people playing it already that it's going to be tough. So I think Urta doing their own thing is a good pick. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, it's, it's, no, it's your pick now. I, I, I play to earn. Okay. We can go into, I can go into Web3. I went into the Web3 category. Yeah, I like it. All right. <laughs> I know there's there's, <laughs> there's two there's two I know you're gonna pick one of them so <laughs> all right so if you're not familiar web three instead of um the web the term web three instead of a web monopolized by large technology companies web three embraces decentralization uh, it's being built operated and owned by the users themselves so web three puts powers back in the individuals rather than the corporations yep. It's then it's you know it's seen as the next step in the internet. Exactly. So the leaders in the space, to me, I think content creation is is it's it's growing up. It's blowing up like mad. I mean, people are getting laid off. People are trying to make an extra buck. People are moving online. <clears throat> you see people getting kicked off of their accounts suspended on Twitter. You see people on TikTok having their accounts banned. I'm looking to a decentralized social media and I'm looking to do so. I think yeah. they're excellent tokenomics. You know, I think they have hundred percent of their tokens in circulation at the moment. It's cl- yes. I it's think like, it's up there for sure. Yeah. They're backed by Coinbase ventures. They got the Winklevoss twins, Pantera capital. Uh, they're recently introduced. They haven't announced the, uh, they will by the time you guys see this episode, but uh, a MetaMask integration as well, mm. which is really unique. I think it's gonna be one of the first plays of its kind to have this integration basically you can post on this um on any one of your you know like the decentralized twitter and you can get diamonds instead of likes so you're getting money for getting those likes instead of getting a like on twitter but then twitter is monopolizing your data etc to profit off of you so we we tried this out recently we we both started posting on the diamond app and as soon as we started posting, we started earning actual crypto, like earning money. You know, I think one of my, um, one of my diamonds or tweets, you know, whatever it's called blew up and I earned like 50 bucks. Yeah. So like, right. You're, you're earning money from posting yeah. as opposed to the company making money off you by selling ads to your followers. Right? right. So it's really unique that way. And there's, there's like 200 plus dApps being built on this ecosystem right now. Mm-hmm. And you're, because your profile's on chain, you can easily move from one place to the next. And it's really, you talk about communities, one of the strongest communities out there. And it's it's just really unique about all all the different uh, dApps that are being built on this ecosystem. I think Diso has a ton of potential and I look at it like from a charting perspective, it is so low 
right yeah. now, like from a risk reward perspective, I mean, yeah, hundred percent. And like social tipping and like all that kind of stuff, yeah. you can tip people when they post and I don't know, it, it, it's a great, it's a great thing. So I think DSO is definitely going to be picked in web three. Um, so for my web three pick, it's probably not going to come as a surprise to you. I'm picking basic attention token. No, so when you talk about the next era of internet, so Josh went with the next era of social media. I'm going with the next era of browsers. So the basic attention token is the native cryptocurrency for the Brave browser, which is basically the number one Web3 browser. Um, the founder built JavaScript. Yeah, which is used for absolutely every website out there. Yeah, and so this browser, you know, Chrome and, and Safari and stuff, they're great because everyone uses them, but they don't offer a lot in terms of privacy and, and security, security, right? Yeah. And we talk about these trends all the time. So Brave browser is better for privacy, better for security, it more easily integrates with wallets, NFTs, anything crypto related. It already has 50 million monthly active users. Mm. It sounds like a lot, you know, something like Chrome has like a billion. So there is a long way to go, but they're growing very quickly and you earn the, it's called the basic attention token, right? You earn for watching ads or view, it's, you know, attention token, right? Mm. So again, it goes like, do you so you're earning for posting? Basic attention token, you're earning for browsing. Mm. I think the the team, the fundamentals, the concept, everything just attracts me to this. It's in the top 100, but no one really talks about this token, eh? No, and the other thing too is all their tokens are in circulation, so there's no more dumping. Uh, it is relatively stable, and you're talking about the month active users. Yes, they only have 50, but they went from 2 million to 50 million in a span of a couple of years. Like, that's really impressive. Yep. They're going really to reach that critical mass point where it's just going to go from 50 million to 100 million to 400 million, et cetera, right? So... And it's, it's also, it's beneficial for when it really gets integrated, it provides advertisers with a better return on their ad spend mm. because it, it's designed to fairly reward users for their attention. So you know, there's all these bot views. You know, if you pay for ads on Facebook, you don't know where it's, go, where it's going. But because the tokens are being given to real people watching things, I think it's kind of like a veracity, like yeah, proof of proof view, view kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, basic attention token for me is a no-brainer in the Web3 space. I absolutely love it. I, that was, I was tossing it between the two and I'm like, I'll let Shane take that one. Yep. All right, um, so what do we got left here? I'm going small cap gem. Oh. Yeah, going down to the bottom, I'm picking small cap gem, and I'm picking Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice one, I like it. Yeah, so if you've been following us from the start, you know we were big on Doge Dash. Uh, we called out Doge Dash, and it did like a 100x or 150x. Yeah, that was um, nuts. So now they've rebranded into the Hello token. So Doge Dash was like a, a simple play-to-earn game, kind of like Super Mario Run. Super cool. And you know we had the, the founder Paul Kazlin on the episode. If you if you if you're interested, check out that episode. But now they've realized that the the future of entertainment and crypto is much larger than that one game they built. Mm. So the Hello brand is going to be an umbrella for play to earn games, TV shows, events, NFTs, all under this one Hello brand. It's it's amazing. It's like Shark Tank for crypto projects. So right? you, you go on the website and it shows you what the things that they're launching. So there's there's crypto cribs. There's all these different, you know, so it's like MTV Cribs, but it's crypto. People that have made money for crypto. They've got all these different things coming. There's a new Doge Dash game coming. Right. Uh, they've got Snoop Dogg's son as the creative director. They've got a huge team, passionate community, and the market cap is tiny. Yeah. So like, you know, we always talk about team. We always talk about community and the market cap's under 10 mil. I'm thinking small cap gem. If they are if they are going to position themselves to become the future of Web3 crypto entertainment games shows events nfts you name it this is this token could 100x could 1000x if they execute on their amazing plan yeah and you got to understand who the founder is 
Paul Caslin, you know, he's Grammy non, Grammy nominated. Um, he's done work with Bieber, Rihanna. Yeah, this guy is well connected in the uh, in the space. He's just a great guy too. Right? He's a really nice, passionate individual. Yep. So I can see that one doing really well. I still hold my Doge Dash tokens. When I bought my Doge Dash, I saw the vision of Paul and what he was attempting to to do with the crypto space. And I'm like, I'm holding on to this for five to ten years anyway. Mm. So I'm ready for Halo One. I'm re- looking forward to that transition. Yep, hundred percent. All right, who's uh, this is? You know, we love our small cap gems. Who's your small cap gem? Well, I had Aventus saved in case I had. Uh, okay, in case you already I, got that. I know. In case I had uh, <coughs> Polygon. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the case. No. I'm going with Bitcoin here. Just <laughs> hear me, hear me out, hear me out. It's an NFT token in a small cap. No, I can go if I can go for the layer. If I was able to get Polygon the layer two, I went one. Aventus as my small cap yeah, gem. Yeah, right, right. So instead, I'm going to go with the, the decks of Hedera. Right, you posted about Saucer this Swap. Saucer Swap. So what's cool about this is it's not on any marketplace yet to be purchased, but you can still obtain the token. And it's really hard to do. <laughs> so, you know, you and I take the same approach in life where it's like the harder something is to achieve, the better the results are going to be. So it's, it's worth the effort. So you need to have a hash pack wallet. You need to buy Hedera. You need to transfer Hedera to the hash pack. You need to connect your hash pack wallet to Saucer Swap to be able to obtain the token called Sauce. Right. It only has a $7 million market cap. Look at every other ecosystem and their decks. Uh, Pancake Swap for Binance. Yeah, if you have, they have know, a, whatever. $800 million. You have Uniswap for Ethereum. It's like $4 billion or something like that. So every ecosystem has its decks and they're all multiply millions when you're seeing this one at seven million you can still obtain the token but it's not on any uh exchanges yet yeah, yeah. i think this is one to buy and hold and wait especially in the hedera ecosystem this is going to be this is an onboarding ramp into web3 using sausage swap at some point it yeah. just has it's not happening yet but it is no i like it that's a great pick my other my other uh, small cap gem if you if, I, if you took hello, I was going to take a lossless. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for privacy Hack. and security. Yeah. yeah. Hack mitigation. Uh, yeah, that's a tiny small cap as well. All right. Did I, I picked that category. So it's your pick now. All right. So we've done we Web3, little we got, cap. We got DeFi. We got privacy. We have privacy left, DeFi, and layer one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think I'm going to go with DeFi. Mm-hmm. This one was tough. I had two obviously uh in the bank here and i'm not sh- i'm not sure which one to go with <laughs> i love how you don't even have them ranked it's like, <laughs> i have a bunch and i'm just gonna pick it one from the screen no no man okay you know when you're doing a fancy draft it comes down to your turn you're like oh man they're like i have yeah. these two guys i take the running back mm-hmm. or do i take the receiver so i think i'm gonna go with algorand okay and DeFi. <laughs> <laughs> all right pitch me on how algorand's DeFi coin <laughs> Well, okay. These are trying to. These are the uh, attempting to be the future of finance. It's called FutureFi, right? So it's super cheap. This is what everybody's looking for in DeFi. It's transaction fees. They it's like point zero 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 three cents transaction fee. It's carbon negative. It's decentralized. It's scalable. It's secure. It's environmentally friendly. It's actually carbon negative. Uh, they're getting exposure to five billion people at the World Cup. They're actually just partnering with Lottery.com to power the blockchain game-based uh, gaming platform. They just received a massive, fu- massive funding from Borderless Capital um, as a seven hundred million dollar um, fund that they put into this ecosystem. 
they also have the ISO standard for uh, CBDCs for transferring uh, information to banks. Right. They're part of that exclusive list, right? That's right. So I see this as being, they don't have any, that's why I'm taking this one because they don't have any payment, no major payment systems in place yet. But I can see the rumors once they start to circulate how Algorand will eventually be a cross-border payment system right. of the future because of its scalability. Trilemma, and I also like their uh, Silvio Macaulay, their founder. Mm. He's a co-founder of ZK Proofs, which, which we've discussed for security and privacy. He also won the Turing Award, which is the Nobel Prize of Computing. Mm. Um, so I just like it. It just says like they're focusing on governments and financial institutions to cr- to provide interoperability capacity to vo- to handle the volumes needed for borderless DeFi. I I, I probably would have had from their website. I probably would have had Algorand as a large cap layer one. Uh, you, can, you can as well. Yeah, jo- I'm throwing a flag on that one no again. No way. <laughs> um, it's an interesting pick. I would have never like it's a DeFi coin. I wouldn't have thought a layer one like that would have been included. But, I have them uh, in my layer one like uh solutions as well yeah but i want to put them in DeFi because i see when they when announcements come when the when the rumors eventually start swirling that they are going to be partnering with mastercard or one of these other organizations right it will happen just due to the transaction fees their speed etc i think it will happen so all right i'll give it to you so for me for DeFi, it was a no-brainer i'm taking kyber network you know, when you're talking about DeFi coins, I mean, for me, the definition of DeFi coins is like, you know, these things that are offering liquidity, staking, uh, decentralized well, exchanges. It's decentralized finance. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go to coin market cap and you go to DeFi, the category. Yeah. You're not finding Algorand in there. Anyway. But I could also say that <laughs> Chili's isn't technically an NFT token either. It's on the NFT list. I know. That's how, yeah. Maybe, maybe next time you do list, this, we'll... But they also have Axie Infinity under the metaverse and it's not a metaverse yeah. play either. Anyway, I'm going Kyber Network for sure. It's the number one DEX aggregator in the industry. And now they've just added, they've got a ton of amazing staking, pooling, uh, liquid staking, which we, we actually just did an episode all about liquid staking. And if you don't know what it is, it's, so staking is when you give your, you know, you lock up your coins to a certain project and you get interest on it, basically like a bank, like eight, yeah. you know, five, 10, eight, uh, 8%, whatever it is. Typically, it's locked up for a period of time. But with liquid staking, you get a token back and it's not locked up. So you can use that token because they just had this new partnership with Lido Finance, right? Right. So not only is Kyber Network the number one DAX in the industry, not only do they have the feature that allows you to find trending soon and trending now projects, but now they're becoming an authority in the DeFi space with this liquid staking protocol via their partnership with Lido Finance. I think it's a great platform, one that I use almost every day. And for me, it's a no-brainer. I'm taking Kyber Network as my DeFi token. Liquid staking is so much better than like the lock staking that you get with a lot of these other platforms. The fact that you get uh, a token, like a receipt of a token, a stake token back in return, while your originally stake token is receiving interest, you can then go and use that across the ecosystem, the stake token that they give you back. So it's really cool. I like it. And just to back to the algorithm, I'm on their website. It's the convergence between decentralized traditional finance and future finance. They're, they're working on decentralized they all, finance. I mean, if you're going to use that definition, everything is DeFi. So you can take Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, you, with the Lightning, with the Layer 2 But that's, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. For me, DeFi was like, yeah, staking, all that kind of stuff, or right. like DEXs and stuff. Okay. Anyway, um, 
I picked that one. So we, what do we have left? We have Would late- you consider Cadena uh, DeFi? I mean, it's it's. Or would you? What would you consider that? To me, layer ones are not DeFi tokens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're the layer ones. Mm. Yeah. Well, I just see what Algorand is trying to do do here for DeFi. And- yeah, I mean, it's it's a broadening definition. If we, <laughs> when, when we do uh, the two hundredth uh, episode special and we redo the draft, we'll have to. Be like, we have to go off the coin market cap categories. Okay. You're throwing Bitcoin in the small cap. Well, man, I, just saw, I saw Axie Infinity and Metaverse. We all know it's Axie Infinity is non-Metaverse. But. Yeah. All right. What do we have? We got layer one, large cap. We have security. Or sorry, privacy. Is yeah, that it? it? Yeah. Okay. So your, is your pick. All right. So layer one, large. I'm going with BNB. Wow. Yeah. Out of left field. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it because there's... One one huge reason I'm doing this is because eighty one percent eighty one percent of their tokens are in circulation. Uh, it's two hundred million. They have an auto burn feature that will bring it down to one hundred million. Mm. So they're eliminating half their tokens. And if you've ever used the Binance, um, the uh, if you ever use Binance, the ease of which that platform, like how good it is. Mm. It's so easy. And they have launch pads on there. They have staking, NFTs. They literally have everything. Massive partnerships. Uh, they just announced something with Cristiano Ronaldo. Binance Smart Chain is is super simple and it's fast. Like it's so many different products are built on Binance Smart Chain. You don't even know about it. I mean, Binance is the number one exchange for a reason. We use it. Yeah, it's amazing. Great user experience. BNB is at the heart of everything they do. So it's a safe play. Yeah. Sure. So I'm taking it strictly from the burning. The token burn. They take a Tom Brady. Yeah. Proven. Proven, reliable. Yeah. You know, it's always going to be there. Yeah. Uh, I see them expanding into, you know, developing. Or maybe nations. he's Bitcoin. I don't know. <laughs> I see them developing into like, uh, moving into like developing nations, et cetera. So I see a lot of promise for this BNB token. For sure. It has some utility so you can like save on your um, swapping fees, et cetera. So I'm very surprised that you didn't take who I will now take is Hedera Hashgraph. See, I saw that more as a, a mid cap because of the market cap. <laughs> only like a 1.5 billion, right? All right, fine. I'll agree to that. I, f- I see that more like a layer one. I'll spot. go with near protocol then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, I mean, near protocol, if you know me, if you follow all my channels, I talk about this as one of my favorite layer ones. It's somewhere in like the top 30. So it's probably right in that border of, of large cap. I think it's like maybe three or 4 billion. Um, but we've talked about it before. We should do a deep dive. We should do a truth about near protocol as well. Mm, we I haven't done so. that yet. But what near protocol, they're the authority in sharding. So without getting too technical, it's a different way of, um, splitting the blocks on the chain and it makes their chain very very scalable and they've also built bridges to ethereum and bitcoin recently um, they have an 800 million ecosystem grant fund to grow out the ecosystem and it's something that we talk about all the time finding gem projects that haven't seen the massive hype run or real world adoption yet but have the partners in place and the roadmap to do so so for me near protocol if they execute on their roadmap and with that eight nearly a billion dollars of funding yeah, behind yeah, them yeah. This could be a top 15 project. It could double, triple, quadruple in market cap. So, you know, Federa is a bit too small for large cap. I can't believe we didn't pick it in mid cap then. Well, I just, <laughs> I look at like a risky war and I see, I just see Casper as like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those ones. Plus, I, no one picked Federa. I know. I mean, I love Federa. It's, man, the token hasn't really been moving much. Federa, you're cut. <laughs> yeah, you've come to my, my favorite, my least, my favorite part, the cuts. <laughs> yeah. You're cut. You're cut. You're, you're cut. new. All right, so layer is, yeah. yeah, so layer one, I got near protocol. Speaking of ecosystem funds, Hedera does have that five billion dollar um, massive. <laughs> like Hedera's gonna be huge. 
Massive. We didn't have to announce. We everybody already knows we're Hedera guys, so yeah. we didn't have to put on these lists. But they're not on our team, so no. <laughs> they're the man. They're the manager. Yeah. All right. Um, you picked that one. So final category is privacy. I feel like there's really only two to pick here, um, and I think we probably have the same two on our list. I'm going with a token that I talk about a lot. It's Secret Network. It's the data. It's the data privacy platform. It's a layer one blockchain in itself, but it's built on the Cosmos network which right now is actually trending. So it's a good time to pick it. Mm. Cosmos ecosystem could be about to, ex- it could be Cosmos season. So, I think it is. Hey. So Cosmos Atom token has been one of the best performing altcoins over the past like two months. And when you look in the ecosystem, which is where I'm attracted to, Secret is the data privacy token. So it has a 400 million fundraiser in the bank for the ecosystem just getting going. And if you know anything about blockchains, you know that by definition, they are public but Secret is a private blockchain. So we talk about this narrative a lot. Blockchains that are being built to hide vulnerable data from of consumers to companies and potential hackers, that's exactly what Secret, as you can imagine by the name, is doing. You can think of it like Ethereum plus Monero, which is the privacy coin, plus the scalability and interoperability of Cosmos because that's the ecosystem it's in. That's the secret network. So it, it takes all the boxes in terms of interoperability, privacy, scalability, the potential use cases for secret network, you know, healthcare, financial, all real estate, insurance, all this kind of stuff. Um, and I still think the ecosystem has a lot of room to grow. So from a risk reward standpoint, secret network is my privacy token. Absolutely. I think you could also throw Amina on there. You could maybe I already got Mina on my team. I know. You could look at like, yeah, it's a multi-purpose. Uh, you can look at Brave Browser. There's a few other... Uh, ones you could look at as well. The one I went with was Oasis Network. Uh, ticker is Rose. Did it for a number of reasons. Um, I like the $235 million Oasis Ecosystem Fund. As Shane and I always like to preach on every single one of these episodes, it's looking for teams that have a development fund. They're not necessarily marketing, but they are developing. And speaking to the development, they had that university program where they partnered with 25 of the top universities to further enable its mission of building responsible data economy. So they partner with like Berkeley, Oxford, Cambridge, et cetera. So you have all the top minds in the world growing this out in addition to that ecosystem fund. Who do they just partner with? Meta. Meta. So a huge partnership with Facebook, uh, Meta, uh, in terms of you know transferring uh, data securely and privately. I thought that was huge. I think they were also doing some work with uh, BMW Group. And they have notable partners, Binance Labs. So taking yeah. all the little boxes there for me, I think this one could do really well. I really like um, their founder as well. He, like everything about security and privacy. Again, for Shane and I, we believe that this will be one of the leading um, sectors in the bull run. Yeah, Oasis, Secret, Mina. I think those are probably the top three you kind of want to look at. I think if you're looking at building like a perfect crypto portfolio for the next bull run, I would almost include all of those names, yeah, Oasis, Secret, Mina as the privacy sector. Um, I think it's going to run massively. All it's going to take is for a couple of events to happen or a couple of big companies to announce they're focusing on it. And like any narrative, these things will fucking run. Mm. So yeah, if, if you were going to take Secret, I knew you were going to take Oasis. So well, I was going to take Secret. <laughs> you got like your data isn't copy, stolen, misused. You can, you can actually pr- uh, monetize your data versus a big third party or corporation kind of taking it. So yeah. So, all right, that's the teams. That's, I think it was 10 categories. So we got 10 each. We'll, we'll see how they perform over the coming years, but that's, that's our fantasy draft for 2022, 100th episode special. I hope you guys learned something about the projects that we like. 
in the order that we would take them. And it's also interesting just to learn about all the different sectors of crypto. You know, if you're new to crypto, you might not know that all the coins are, you know, even though Josh may have bored the lines a little bit, but <laughs> I had to think outside the box. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And hey, we have that giveaway, right? Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Uh, message us on the Twitter account, the Beanstalk Twitter account. Yep. Uh, send us your USDT address and we'll transfer the funds to you immediately. Here's the person that won right up on the screen right here. Congratulations. Congratulations, you. Hey, make thanks, sure you thanks for following. Honestly, like, yeah, it's been great. 100 episodes. We're excited for the next 100. We're excited for the next 900 to get to 1,000. Follow along in the journey. Thanks a lot. And turn into the next episode. That one's going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.